Welcome to episode 14 of Explode When Defeated Presents Discuss All Monsters. I am Wyatt, and who is here with me today? <laughs> it's Nikki, as always. This, you know who oh, it is. Oh, man. <laughs> Again, Nikki? <laughs> uh, that's yeah, this, crazy. This, this advent calendar fucking sucks because it's only <laughs> me. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about... Number 14 on our list of all of Toho's Daikaiju oeuvre, and that is Invasion of Astro Monster, not Invasion of the Astro Monster, but Invasion of Astro Monster is its official name. Uh, But it also, all around the world, Ah. goes by Great Monster War in Japan. Pretty good. Great Great Monster War King Ghidorah versus Godzilla, which is a re-release. <laughs> Godzilla goes to space. Yeah. <laughs> Monster Zero. Invasion of the Astros, which was a United States military base title. What? Invasion of the Astro Monsters. There you go. Uh, Godzilla versus Monster Zero. Uh, all right. Those were all U.S. titles, by the way. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Godzilla versus the Three-Headed Dragon from Thailand. Invasion Planet Quote Unquote X, which is the French and French-Belgium version. Monsters Invade the Earth, which is the Spanish title. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Monsters of the Galaxies, which is the Mexican title. Command from the Dark, which is the Germany title. Uh, Ghidorah Command from the Dark, which is the DVD title uh, in Germany. All right, yeah. The Invasion of the Astro Monsters, which is the Italian title. So, you know, they're they're with it. They're keeping it normal. Uh, The Year 2000... The Invasion of the Astro Monsters. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, spa- <laughs> the Space Monsters Are Attacking, which is the finished title. <laughs> Monster Invasion, which is the Polish title. Yeah. Mo- Monsters Coming from Space, which is the Turkish title. It keeps going. Attack from the Unknown, which is the Czech title. Uh huh. In Invasion from Space, which is the Yugoslavia title. War, War of the Monsters, which is the Brazilian title, and of course Invasion of the Astro Monsters, which is the Brazilian title. So, yeah, holy shit, that's a lot of fucking names that this movie has. This this all bit. The world. This bit just paid off big time. Uh, <laughs> oh, holy it's shit. gonna get so bad from this point on. Um, uh, I, I'm surprised you forgot my favorite title though, which is which is flying fucker knots and astro bastards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that what? Do we get a do we get a free ice cream for referencing AVGN like ten episodes in a row? Or? 
Probably, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I can I can DM James and tell him that we've been yeah we've been referencing that. him every uh, single time. Uh, that's my favorite of the show, title. James Ralph. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite title, though. Holy shit, though. Uh, uh, I mean, I guess that just means that this 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 movie really got out there, huh? Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. I, it, according to looking online, it's a fairly beloved, popular movie. So, like, I guess I'm gonna ask up front. What are your general thoughts on the movie after watching it? I don't hate it, but I don't love it. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. I think it's like fine. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of got some issues with it, but I'm not like, I don't know. It's it's uh, it, it is. I am. I'm weirdly lukewarm on it. Uh, part of me wants to say that Dokura is better. <laughs> <laughs> which sounds ridiculous uh um, yeah but yeah that's i yeah. i think we're gonna get i think we're going to be in a hot pot of trouble because i was like pulling at my collar when i saw people saying this is one of the most beloved movies and then after i watched it, i was like oh is it yeah <laughs> this one's one of the like so yes, yeah, not to beat around the bush, but I felt much the same way. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more negative because I'm very much strongly in the camp that Dogura is a superior movie, which is yeah. weird to think about because because I love Godzilla. I think all the fighting and shit is cool, you know, like yeah. all the Godzilla business as usual. That's good, right? But like, I think we've got to the point where um last episode i said oh dogura is kind of a middling movie but it's, we're at the point where even toho's middling movies are like okay right or they're pretty good yeah i think that this just feels like a massive step backwards especially compared to gita the three-headed monster oh yeah um, whenever we talk about the god like like if this was only a godzilla show we'd be like way more negative on this i think yeah uh because yeah, it's it's not it's not it's not great. Uh, we'll, we'll get to it later, I guess. But uh, yeah, I, I it's I'm I'm not I'm not in love with this one. Uh, yeah. really, yeah. It's weird. I know. Uh, okay, stick around and listen, people. Please do not leave because you know we do have good <laughs> things to say about this right. movie. I mean, if it's your favorite movie ever, we're not saying that you're wrong or anything like that. Yeah. I, absolutely not. You know. I can see where there's there's a lot of things in this movie that paint a picture for where Godzilla will go in the future. Uh, I just think that like it feels so slapdash, and I I actually 100% completely agree with Ishiro Honda for the most part that this is just like it feels like in a totally exhausting and boring movie to have made. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess since we've we've already invoked uh, invo- Mr. Honda's name, uh, we should probably like move into history and kind of talk about the background of this thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so I got there's a good amount of history here. Uh, right. So I'm gonna yeah. going to try to like try to go through it as concisely as possible. Uh, I got most of the most interesting bits. There's there's some history about like the U.S. distribution and shit that I was just like, okay, well, I don't think, I don't even think Godzilla nerds of the highest caliber could fathomably give a shit about, <laughs> like, this stuff. So I'm just going to get the the juicy bits here. Right. You know, if, if you want to listen to, presumably, a much more intelligent 
podcast that also talks about Toho movies. Go listen to Toho Yarrow. Uh, They're good. But you're listening to us, damn it. So (laughs) (laughs) you're going to get the... You're going to get the dumbass, like, frat yeah. boy version of Toho history from us. Yeah, this this is, uh, we're the Beavis and Butthead of, uh, of Kaiju films. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. <yeah. laughs> That's how we set ourselves apart. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's the only reason we, it's the only way we can explain how many cum jokes we made with uh, Dogura last week, so. <laughs> yeah, that, that was crazy. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of cum, a lot of cum there. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so to get into the history, though, or, or some history trivia kind of thing. So f- right. first up, you may have noticed, very similar to our previous movie, uh, there's a white guy who is the like kind of lead actor. Yeah. Uh, his name was Nick Adams. He played Glenn in the movie. Right. Uh, Glenn was a character that was pretty much added in because of U.S. investors in Toho were like, yeah, we need to broaden the appeal here. It, nobody's gonna fucking know if it's like some Japanese famous actor. Nobody cares about Kenji Sahara or whatever. Right. We need to put an American guy or at least a Western guy in there to broaden some appeal. So he was put in there. He's also in Frankenstein Conquers the World, which is was filmed at the same time uh, and it was released the same year. So, right. And that it will be our next episode, people. So if you're like, <laughs> why did you skip that movie? I didn't. We're just doing this one first. Yeah. So whatever. I I make the rules here. Damn it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So yeah. Similar to not nearly as good as, as uh, Mark Johnson, but you know, Oh God, no, nowhere near as good as Mark Johnson. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that later. So all, all of uh, Nick Adams, AKA Glenn's lines, like he just spoke in English throughout the entire movie yeah uh it's pretty obvious if you're like looking at his mouth <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, 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 I was pretty instantly like oh someone <laughs> it's adr <laughs> yeah yeah uh so it's almost the opposite problem which people usually prescribe onto godzilla movies where it's like this is an american guy speaking language and then being like crassly dubbed into right. japanese um so at first I was like, for like the first scene, I was like, hmm, that's curious. They actually got a, hi, he's well-spoken for a white guy. Usually they <laughs> act very poorly <laughs> in these movies because they're like just reading the lines phonetically. Uh, but uh, then I realized, ah, pff, that's this is ADR. There's no fucking way it's not ADR. And lo and behold, it's ADR. Yeah. So that means that the American version... Uh, which is presumably the only version you can watch on HBO yeah. Max, unfortunately. Um, that one has the original vocal track of Nick Adams, and then everybody else is just dubbed around him. Right. <laughs> so that's that's interesting. If you ever want to like hear what that guy sounds like, and I checked, and it was fucking weird. I did not expect him to sound like that. He, I was like, like his voice in the movie is like, oh, yeah, this guy, you know, like. <laughs> but then a, in yeah the English movie, he's I don't know, he sounds like a fucking greaser. Like he sounds like some dude, like you know, from the movie Grease. Yeah, like, he has a very weird, like particular kind of voice to him, like a Brooklyn accent almost. Oh, that, that's so. that's really funny. I actually didn't. uh 
as soon as I recognized that, like, cause I was on HBO max at first, uh, as soon as I recognized mm-hmm. it was an English job, I was like, okay, I got it. I got it. Not. And then I looked for, for options to change the audio and it wasn't on there. So I was like, fuck it. And, uh, I have criterion channel as well. So I just went on there and watched it, but, uh, I actually didn't look into it. I looked into Nick Adams himself and he's like, yeah, uh, he has like a pretty tragic story and stuff, but he was, uh, he was in a lot of Westerns and stuff, uh, mm-hmm. which is funny. That, like, and now I want to kind of look at those Westerns and see if he still has a Brooklyn accent in, like, <laughs> you know, like, like in the <laughs> in Wild like West. 1986 yeah. or like 1886 right, or whatever, yeah. you know, in the Wild West. And he's like, yeah. hey, I'm walking here. It's fucking like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, no. So that is pretty cool. That that's like a weird Easter egg there. But yeah. It's interesting. Um, as far as uh, Ishiro Honda goes, though, he was he had a lot of regrets tied in with this movie. Right. <laughs> um, so, like, he, Honda kind of wanted to tell like uh, a story about alien invasion and about things like uh, the terrors of mechanization. And like, oh, losing humanity by becoming more machine than man and things like that. Things that were popular in like the 60s uh, because of Asimov. Right. And like generally alien invasion was a huge deal in the 50s. Yeah. uh, As far as movies go. So it's finally like taking a shot at it. 1965. Doing it with Godzilla, which is like their most legendary character. And is finally, finally like blossomed into a popular character again with Mothra versus Godzilla and Ghidorah, the three headed monster. Um, Problem is like, you can kind of tell that whatever they had planned for the plot with the Zillions got kind of lost in the sauce. Cause not much is really retained. They're kind of like, they're kind of very generic. Like we are alien invaders. We're going to, they pretend to do something good for them. And they're like, just kidding we're evil uh and then yeah so it doesn't really explore like really any thematic depth no like i know it's weird it's weird to invoke the mysterians as like a superior piece of art right uh but that that one actually does have some type of thematic message to yeah like it's alien invaders um if you want to watch a version of something that kind of hits on what Honda originally kind of wanted for this film. Uh, check out Ultra 7, episode 43, Nightmare on Planet 4. Uh, that is one of the best episodes of that show, and it kind of tackles some of those ideas and is absolutely yeah. horrifying. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, it's it's is that a... it's an Akio Desoji joint. It's 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 yeah, it's one okay, of it's one yeah. of his. <laughs> See, I yeah. so I was going to ask because I know it's funny to think about that because I'm I'm about to get to it, but Subaraya was partially responsible to some of the grief that Honda felt about this right, specific yeah. movie. Uh so that that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Subaraya, though, uh, what would special effects be without our good boy Haro Nakajima and he needed a new suit because the suit that they used for Mothra versus Godzilla and Ghidorah the Three-Eyed Monster was like immediately fucked up like if you remember it like very quickly got broken and fucked up in Mothra versus Godzilla so they needed a new suit 
So uh, I think this one's colloquially like Dicenzo Goji right. because, you know, the great monster war. Uh, and then it would last for this movie and the next one and then would be replaced by the truly legendary, amazing suit of the Musuko Goji suit, <laughs> which would be used for Son of Godzilla, which will be our greatest episode that we'll ever do. Yeah, no, uh, when uh, we get to that. please be excited for Son of Godzilla. That's going to be our magnum opus. Yeah. You can just quit listening. After I'll be that. A, yeah. That will be three times longer than the movie itself. <laughs> we will talk about it for that long. <laughs> uh, this is also the first time that they started to put in like high tech devices and like spaceships into the series to be like marketable toys, you know? So right. we have the, the P1 spacecraft, which is what uh, Glenn and the other guy are riding around in and then you got the a cycle light ray gun which just sounds really cool it does. that they use to they use to save uh the monsters from themselves <clears throat> excuse me gotta sell those model kits baby <laughs> uh though again despite being generally well loved by fans honda had a lot of negative feelings attached to this movie I mused about the low budget of the films at the time. Mothra was even slated to appear in the movie, but had to be cut because of budgetary constraints, which maybe is for the best because, you know, um, I don't know. Maybe it would have actually added some kind of like thing uh, to the plot, but whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. it. There's no use complaining about what it could yeah, have been yeah, when yeah. like what it is is here. I, I, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, I was just going to say, uh, uh, I don't think that that would have been a good thing, because I think one of the big issues for this movie is already that it kind of has too many fucking monsters. Uh, and yeah, and, and, and I think point. adding one more to the pile would have <laughs> would have just made it worse. Though, though, I mean, like, look, I love I always love seeing Mothra. So, like, maybe maybe it would have been better just yeah. because I like Mothra so much. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it kind of would have felt just like a really cheap retread of Ghidorah the Third oh, Monster, yeah. which it which it already does feel <laughs> like, but <laughs> yeah, but it would have been even more exacerbated by that. Right. Um, so Honda, very, this is a specific quote from a, a book. He said, "If we recycled scenes from previous movies, we could cut the effects budget." But then we received complaints from our fans saying, it looks weird. It's not fresh. We could fool the audience for a little while, but eventually they would know the trick and stop coming to see our shows. Then the studios would think that tokusatsu films don't sell anymore. It's no wonder we couldn't make anything good around that period. It's a sad story. Damn. Which maybe is a little harsh, because I think there are some pretty good movies uh, in this period. I mean, the previous Godzilla movie I thought was very good. Uh, I think the next movie that we're going to be doing is better than this one. Uh, but, you know, I think that, like, it does speak to something where, like, Honda is a guy who got into this, you know, he's, Toho wasn't the hugest company in Japan. Is a, it was a country that was and still is in severe poverty at this yeah. point. Uh, it's well before the economic miracle that happens in the late 70s, early 80s. Um, so money wasn't falling from trees. They have to kind of make all this stuff on a budget, but like 
probably correctly felt that he was like really making something like transgressive and artful at first. And then it just kind of became another thing to market to people. And I think that this is one of the key, like philosophical nightmares of Tokusatsu is trying to both please investors and like marketing staff and also create art within that. Yeah. So I think that like he's not wrong for feeling the way that he does and that I'm sure many people would be, but it's unfortunate because he's on the precipice of like essentially this new art form or genre. Uh, and he's right there before you start to get something like Ultraman the next year. Yeah. Uh, and then going into like the seventies with Common Rider uh, that you get these like huge cultural touchstones that are both able to like be a marketable thing to sell to kids and also be vehicles to tell really engaging yeah. stories. In. Yeah. I, this so. is definitely, I feel like, uh, uh, I feel like this is kind of a point where, where uh, the genre almost feels like it's, it's like buckling under the weight of having to support these giant movies and that the answer for the genre to grow past this was to move to TV. Uh, and, and that's why Ultraman is like the next like enormous step and stuff. So yeah, yeah. completely agree with you on, on that front. Yes. Yeah, so, and speaking of his woes, <laughs> Honda also really fucking hated, like really, really hated the reference to Osamatsu-kun that was in this movie in where Godzilla, after winning a battle against King Ghidorah, does the Iyami Shi dance. Right. You know, that there, which probably to like nearly 100% of American people watching it, they're like, what the fuck is this? They don't know yeah, what yeah, it is. It's, but in Japan, yeah. it was kind of like a cultural, like, touchstone, funny joke meme thing in the 60s of like, oh yeah, this character, he does this pose and it's funny, you know? Uh, it's a very it's a very classic, it's a Japanese comedy thing in that it's very hard to understand why it's funny unless you're Japanese. But, you know... Uh, that's Osamatsu-kun in general. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, not to throw shade at Osamatsu-kun. I love Osamatsu-san, the recent anime, uh, regardless of the weird fandom. Oh, man, it got weird it's... quick. <laughs> it got <laughs> weird fast. <laughs> but, yeah. Yes. So, so that was proposed by the actor of the leader of Planet X, uh, Yoshio Suchia. Right as well as Eiji Tsuburaya, who was pushing very hard to humanize the monsters going forward. Uh, I'm assuming that there was some kind of pushback with that. That's why we got Dogra, because Honda wanted to make a monster that was like completely inhuman. It's just like, oh, okay, here's right. a yeah, fucking yeah. monster. You know, whereas like Tsuburaya was slowly going in the direction of like, no, I want them to be like these relatable things that you can like feel empathy right. for uh this would have this is of course like literally one yeah year, this, this is uh, before this is a prelude yeah <laughs> ultraman and ultra q yeah. so like obviously he would get to achieve that goal that he had in mind uh with flying colors but like it's interesting i don't know it's very interesting reading this and then seeing these the sparks fly and being like oh this is where it all started but also 
in this specific situation, it's over something so stupid <laughs> as like they wanted to put in a joke from a fucking manga that was really popular. And then Honda was just like, no, this is disrespectful to the character. And even Haru Nakajima was like, no, absolutely not. Well, well, yeah, because he's got to f- though apparently he's got to jump around in the yeah. damn suit. Like that's just a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's already fucking dying of heat exhaustion. So, uh, apparently they settled, though, because it's in the movie. So, there you go. Uh, according to Ryuji Honda in a later book interview, he said that his dad was just, like, so mad that he was just seething with anger and completely silent about the whole thing. And the only thing that he would say out loud was that he it was humiliating for Damn. him. Damn to go through that so it's like man this guy this poor guy just has so much bitterness attached to this movie so it's i don't know it it felt weird like being like reading all this and then and thinking about it and like agreeing with him but also being like okay well the movie is amazing but maybe it's not that that bad bad, you know uh yeah so i'm in i'm in a i'm a weird Invasion of the Astro Monster centrist, <laughs> I guess, you know, we're like, yeah. I don't agree with Honda necessarily, but I don't agree with the fandom that it's one of the best movies, not by oh, a long God, shot. Oh, God, no. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I also want to say, uh, like, I mean, this is probably just a total, like, stateside Western fandom thing, or whatever, but it is kind of funny that, like, that dance over the t- over time has, like, just, like, Godzilla's version of it has just supplanted, like, I mean, we just we just had no idea about uh, Osamatsu Kun at all. But it's just funny that like yeah. I see that dance and I think, ah, oh, this is that weird dance he does. Uh, this is this is Godzilla's <laughs> dance and stuff. So I, it didn't even dawn on me that it was a uh, it was a reference to a fucking '60s meme. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it is one of those things that I didn't learn until like. I, a couple years ago, like four or five yeah. years ago, and somebody posted on, about it on Twitter, and I was like, "What? That was a reference to something? I thought it was just a weird thing because these movies are just fucking <laughs> weird sometimes." Yeah, but no, it was a reference. It was directly a reference to something, and it turned out to be like a serious fulcrum in the like growing contention between Ishiro Honda and Subaraya. So, you know, well. And again, we'll see how that develops directly with, right. uh, you know, the Ultra series, which you can watch Nikki's breakdown of Ultra Q and Ultra Man on their channel. Yes, you can. Which is Explode When Defeated on YouTube. Uh, very good videos. Yeah. I, that's evergreen content, right. baby. Yeah. You can watch it whenever and be like, damn, this is good. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, that, that's, uh, uh, that is a lot of... The really interesting history for it. I'm so surprised that uh that Honda yeah. hates it so fucking much. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for this episode, uh, I'm I'm gonna forego the like beat by beat. Yeah, like talking about the plot because it's a pretty straightforward plot. I I can probably sum it up in a couple sentences here. Basically, some scientists they discover planet X exists. Turns out there's alien life there. Turns out that alien life is aware of Earth first, uh, and that they've they were being attacked by Ghidorah, and then they're like, "Hey, we need fucking Godzilla and Rodan because they kicked his ass before." Though so they needed Mothra to do that, so right, pff, whatever. 
Um, and then they go, like, they agree to that. Turns out they're a- evil and they just wanted to capture Godzilla and Rodan. And they already had Ghidorah under the control. Uh, and then they bring him to Earth and then threaten him. And then a guy uses a toy and he saves the day. Uh, and then yeah. <laughs> the monsters fight and then Ghidorah runs away again. And I'm like, okay. And then the movie ends on a joke. And it's like, all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember it, it... I remember being in tears at the like kind of beautiful ending to Ghidorah the three-headed monster. Yeah. And then this one is just kind of like, you gotta go to Planet X. Wah, wah. Yeah, it, it's it's like it's like the so... ending to a fucking Flintstones episode. <laughs> oh jeez! Oh, oh god damn it! <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> uh, so like I think my prevailing right. thought here with Invasion of Astro Monster is that I think Subaraya had a wonderful time, right? Like, like <laughs> Planet X, he got to play with spaceships. Uh he yeah. uh, uh, the 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 monsters destroying uh the city that scene uh they just they absolutely tear shit up for for so yeah, that long that city is fucking <laughs> that city's fucking they, fucked they up. absolutely tear the fuck up it is absolutely insane and then uh and then like the fight at the end is like pretty fun uh but uh i think I think in like a couple ways, like, yeah, this is definitely like a precursor to Ultraman in like a lot of weird ways. And I know that's just me being a giant Ultraman fan and just seeing it in things, I guess. But um, yeah, it's in the good ways and the bad ways, because I think also kind of like an Ultraman episode um, or one of the like weaker Ultraman episodes that there is an interesting ish uh, alien invasion plot going on. Uh and then they just have to stick monsters in it to fight because they got to, because a lot of this movie yeah. feels to me like a Mysterian sequel almost, mm-hmm. or like a remake of Mysterians. And then, like Godzilla's just in it. Like Godzilla and Rodan have so little to do <laughs> with like the story, yeah. like emotionally. And Ghidorah's just there because Ghidorah can be there and stuff that like yeah, it's it's um fairly like it's it's kind of annoying because of how well <laughs> yeah. they balance everything with, with uh King Ghidorah with Ghidorah the three headed monster. Retrograde Amnesia is a comprehensive podcast about classic Japanese RPGs. Each season, we cover a single game, chapter by chapter, beat by beat. Season 1 covers Xenogears. Season 2 covers Chrono Cross. Each episode, we play a section of the game and unpack the story, mechanics, music, and themes. Also, our post-production AI companion, the FakeNet, fills us in on the finer details we may have missed. Initializing FakeNet. Yes. They need me for everything. Find Retrograde Amnesia at greenlitpodcasts.com.
There are a lot of podcasts with comic book reviews and interviews with some of the greatest creators in the industry, but only one will tell you scientifically what the worst comic book of all time is. And the best. We've been ranking comic book stories for six years. We have a list with over a thousand comics on it, and we're adding more every month. More Rocket Ajax on the Greenlit Podcast Network. I almost feel like this movie, like with a with a with a with a rewrite, could have been uh, a unique film in the franchise, uh, and been humans trying to figure out on their own how to deal with Ghidorah. Uh, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. you guys need to help us out with Ghidorah and stuff." But then, like, uh, and then they said, "Just kidding!" And then they just sick Ghidorah on them, and then them figuring out the like. Uh, the thing with like the 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 alarm uh toy thing and stuff. Uh, I made a joke. I made a joke Which, in my notes. Okay, I love the the alarm like thing. I, like I thought it was really because I I yeah. genuinely like when I was watching the movie did not think anything of of the alarm uh, early on, and then whenever it came back yeah. later, I was like, oh fuck, that's actually pretty smart. Um, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I, I will say. I'll give complete credit to the fact that they actually used the Chekhov's gun on like Dogura, <laughs> which had a Chekhov's gun, but it, they just left it. They were just yeah. like, man, whatever. The, oh, the dude is trying to make diamonds, but he can't create real diamonds. But maybe by the end of the movie, he'll be able to create almost real enough diamonds so that they could poison them with the hornet venom and then kill Dogura. Right. And it's like, no, they didn't do that. They just shot the venom directly at him. <laughs> and blew him up. Um, uh, but, yeah. but, but, he, but this one was like, oh, they set up that toy. And then like, I knew enough, like, I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is going to come back later. Boom. You know, uh, and it's going to be the, the linchpin in, disarming the monsters you know or like disarming the zillions uh they're gonna call them zillions they're called you know ex sage or whatever (laughs) but criterion calls them actual like spoken dialogue but yeah the subtitles say zillions so zillions are funny i'm going with that yeah yeah that that sounds cool Uh, but but like yeah I, i thought that that was well conceived and well paid off and i and i laughed my fucking ass off at like the second that he takes that out in the fucking jail cell and then <laughs> <laughs> turns it on and the zillions that are guarding them just like are in this ungodly You're amount of screaming it's like screaming like holy fucking <laughs> shit um uh, i made a funny joke though about how it solved everything uh in my in my notes and i just yeah. said if they just invaded japan at like four to six a.m this movie wouldn't have even happened uh <laughs> like just because everyone's got like alarm clocks yeah. just, if they just invaded in the morning while everyone's getting ready for work they, they would have just <laughs> defeated themselves uh <laughs> it's it's so like it, it's such a yeah. goofy thing but I, I love it for that uh and it's definitely not the the issue i have with this film and everything it really is like uh, the placement of the monsters is like, uh, like, like last time we talked about how, how 
well put together the uh, 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 the pacing between the monster stuff and the human stuff was uh, in and in, in the like the heist movie stuff was in Dogura. And this just like isn't that and stuff. It, it very much like does kind of feel tacked on. And it's like, OK, well, we got to got to yeah. have monsters as cute as as cute as the visual of Godzilla and Rodan in little bubbles is going up into space, everything like I, I, I just couldn't find myself yeah. invested in that. Uh, also, I feel like, I don't know, maybe this is just me, but like, I feel like, uh, the stance it's taking on the aliens this time feels a bit more regressive than, than in Mysterians or, or something else. And it definitely, like, that's why it's kind of a bummer that, you know, they couldn't fully do the idea of like them being like these like they're supposed to be like robotic right, yeah. aliens that are like you know they, not but they resemble humans too yeah. much yeah you know <laughs> so there's like they are humanized to a point similar to the mysterians yeah. like they were but like mysterians did have the hail mary of like okay it's a li- yeah. it's definitely a little xenophobic that there's Aliens coming in and they're like, we want your women <laughs> and we'll nuke you. If you yeah. don't do it, we'll use a giga nuke and fucking destroy you if you don't right. let us have sex with your women. Uh, and then they're like, okay, we got the UN together to take care right. of this problem because this is a humanity problem, not just a Japan problem. So it's like, okay, that, that means that they're meant it in a good way they weren't necessarily trying to be xenophobic with it it's just like they're just doing what was popular at the time alien invasion movies you know and and you can psychoanalyze alien invasion movies a lot of them are like the red scare type thing in the 50s but like you know like they were just following the leader without necessarily understanding the full context of everything that was going on and then they kind of reworked it into like this other thing right. thematically, it just happens to have some of the same trappings. Whereas this, like everything about it feels like, I don't know. It feels like three movies crafted yeah. onto each other. Like it, with like three different main, I didn't know who the fuck the main character was until I read that it was supposed to be yeah, he, he, Glenn. He is supposed to be the main yeah, character. And I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> and like, he has a relationship with one of the zillions, but like, and I immediately was like, the second that lady showed up, I'm like, yeah, oh, she's yeah. evil. Uh, but because she just looked evil, like they, she looks like an evil yeah, Tokusatsu if, lady. Yeah, if, if, if they've got exaggerated yeah. makeup, they're evil. Yeah, yeah, they have winged yeah, eyeliner. It's, it's over. <laughs> it's a evil, wrap. Apparently, but like, uh, there's no like actual relationship. It's just like he says, "Yeah, I have a girlfriend," <laughs> and then we see them kiss like a couple scenes later. And he's like, that was my girlfriend. <laughs> and then we learn that she's evil. And then the next time they interact, she dies. And then she slips him a thing that says, like, yeah, just make a loud, annoying noise and then fucking kill the aliens. Right. They're like, shit, we can fucking, do that. Uh, and uh, then... uh, Harry from fucking Dumb and Dumber could have beaten the zillions. <laughs> yeah uh, man that's that, that's right we're the ones that, that talk about dumb and dumber <laughs> in the middle oh yeah um fucking uh another thing though i think probably my biggest gripe though actually is um that i thought that i actually had a similar thing to what you were feeling with the last movie where i thought they were going for something else because 
this mm-hmm. movie, the first half of it, they really hammer in this idea of trust being integral and stuff. Yeah. And uh, 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 especially with uh, Fuji having grievances with his sister's boyfriend. And they, they kind of talk about trust yes. and and uh, 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 and Glenn kind of hammers in this thing about like, hey, you, you know, trust is a good it's it's a good it's a good thing. The, uh, it's a good foundation for relationships and stuff. And, and, you know, have that. So I kind of thought that this was going to be a thing where it ends up with like Ghidorah kind of going out of hand. And then they build this all they, like they kind of extend an olive branch and both sides kind of come together to fight. Ghidorah because you know he's a fucking you know he's an astro bastard it's what he does uh but yeah but they don't yeah. do that because yeah because the, the aliens are just like fuck you uh we we were colonizing the planet and stuff like I thought I thought it was going for a trust thing I thought I thought it was going to be like a thing where uh 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 you know th- things come together it was gonna yeah. be a bit more kind-hearted than that and stuff but it really wasn't and uh that kind of bummed me out yeah um yeah you Nikki, you know who um, also had a very similar right. idea to you about that? Uh, on right here, Goji Kaiju Fan 06 oh. on Wikizilla <laughs> said one month ago, uh, my version of Godzilla versus Monster Zero, the only thing I would want to change is that the Zillions team up with the Earth Defense Force to defeat an alien race that has taken control. So they're suggesting another alien race comes, like a third <laughs> one comes and gets Kidora. Yeah. And then, and, and look, I'm positive that the 06 at the end of Goji Kaiju fans name means that he was born in 2006. So I'm not making fun of a 14 year old here. I just thought that, that I, I just read that comment earlier this night when I was doing yeah. research. And then you bring it up. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> more than one people thought like, oh, they should have just teamed up together. It should have yeah, been that yeah. kind of thing. And you're right. That is a good idea. I didn't even yeah, think like, of that. Like it's, either, uh, like it's either that or the, the Zillions really should have been robots. Like they really should have like, like even even just shitty robots. Like they should have made them like Daleks or something. Like just, 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 just make yeah. them just like real. Like if they wanted to go for the inhumane angle, then they really should have made them not humans. And made them not like yeah, they, look like a kind of like distinct race, you know. Yeah, like okay, right. and here's the thing. Uh the Zillions, and I hate to say this because we're doing a Godzilla right. or Toho related podcast, but they just look kind of fucking stupid. Oh no, I uh, <laughs> uh yeah. even compared to like the Mysterians, which had the giant like Technicolor ant helmets, like the zillions they have like sunglasses yeah. and like gray face yeah. paint and then they have they look like the fucking tin man uh, from the wizard of oz i, I, so. I actually I actually take umbrage with what you just said they don't have sunglasses they have reverse sunglasses where where everything but the what <laughs> but the part where lenses would be are like covered uh, right. because you can still see their eyes um yeah. I uh, uh I yeah, I had in my notes here the zillion suits are so funny. They're somehow both a step up and a step <laughs> down from the Mysterians. And at this point the Mysterians <laughs> is like a 10-year-old movie. Uh Yeah. And they just and they just like 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 I think I think they're kind of impressive looking. Uh but then like they have like the 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 dink, the dinky ass like Pikmin like antennas on top of their head. And so, 
Yeah, no, that's the no, worst it's, part. It's that's the, the funniest. Dumbest. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, <laughs> I think, again, I think I understand because they talk about like being like, oh, yes, we have to do what the computer wills, uh, which, I mean, we never fucking see what they're right. talking about. Like, that's the thing. The world of this film feels so poorly yeah. fleshed out, whereas like in the pre in um the previous Godzilla movie, Ghidorah the Three Headed Monster, the like conflict that's happening between everything going mm-hmm. on, you know, we have like, oh the Venus princess lady, whatever, you know, like a went into the body of like a lady from another kingdom somewhere on earth. <laughs> I can't remember the name of right. the, the fucking kingdom. You know, but like the with all that had all the political drama going on there and that all made sense like that conflict made sense and then like her thing being like oh there's a monster from another planet that completely destroyed my planet and i'm trying to stop it from happening here you know what i just now realized common writer bill totally must have taken some cues from Ghidorah the three-headed <laughs> monster because yeah because the plot is shockingly similar to ev- what a vault in that right. show uh, spoilers, by yeah. the way, for Comrade Build. It's a very good yeah, show. Great. You should watch it. Um, yeah, very good. Uh, the Vault doing that to Mars is very similar to Ghidorah destroying the planet of Venus and turning it into right. like a hellish landscape. And then like a being of some kind of ultimate power going from there to Earth and inhabiting a woman and then like trying to oh my talk fucking to the god like a scion. yeah no, the, the, <laughs> it's just yeah. the same thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know that's interesting i just that just suddenly right. came into my not even when we were no. talking about it of, did i even think to make that connection but now i'm thinking about it but anyway it just gives my point that like i don't know there's there's so much better world building in these other movies where like the zillions there's so much implied world building uh with like who and what they're supposed to be but nothing ever really feels like it's paid off correctly so like i can understand them having these antenna because they might be like radio connected to this computer and i understand that that might be why they have such a hatred for loud noise because they're like extra sensitive to like different levels of sound similar to like a dog or something like that uh, you know dogs nature's robots <laughs> um <laughs> but but it's just it never really gets fleshed out and there's not because the conflict has to be around the monsters so the monsters end up like screwing over this thing that like you said should have really just been the mysterians too though they did technically make a second right mysterians thing it just didn't have any monsters in it so yeah. we didn't talk about it here because we're discussing all right. monsters not discussing all toho yeah that's yeah, toho yeah. yaro <laughs> again go yeah, listen we... to them if you want that if you want serious good discussion yeah. go listen to them but if you want our cool guy discussion uh then continue to yeah. listen to this please um yeah so, I, don't, I don't know like no, that's... movies okay uh, it really does feel like Godzilla kind of going full tilt into just like being a corny sci-fi film. And that may be why people like it so much is because it's like, you know, it's going full tilt into, uh, uh, into emulating cheesy 
popcorn like sci-fi films and stuff that maybe a lot of people that like there's a lot of crossover i think with people that love uh old science fiction and stuff and love godzilla uh but i feel like removed from that standpoint this kind of just reads as like kind of a mediocre follow-up to king Ghidorah to to Ghidorah the three-headed monster and uh uh man Ghidorah the three-headed monster is so much better than this (laughs) it's it's so much better yeah it's seriously like it's probably my second favorite of the movies I think so too so far yeah and then Mothra like right underneath that uh but like this again it's somewhere in the middle though I would take the shocking stance of saying Dogra, a movie that zero people right. have ever seen uh, besides yeah. us, is slightly better. Because even though it's not, even though it's not very thematically interesting, no. it's more well put together. And it has yeah, no, Mark and Mark Johnson's, Johnson's so like, what are you Mark Johnson's fucking... absolutely fucking hysterical. Like, I, I love that yeah. fucking character. He's so weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we were robbed. We were, we were we, robbed of not uh, getting more God, Mark Johnson movies. We were robbed movies. of a whole franchise of Mark Johnson films. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, uh, it's, it's, man, I now I just want those. But yeah, uh, Astro Monster is. Uh, yeah, let, let, let me see if there's. Is there anything else to talk about here? Anything else? Yeah. <laughs> that you want to talk about? Like, okay, here I'll I'll say. Just for the record, yeah, right. Because we've been pretty, pretty like middling or negative or snarky about it. Before yeah. we end it, let's just say what are some things that we think are just good about the movie. Like, what do we really like about the movie? Yeah. Um, hmm. This silence is not <laughs> okay. Very All right. Well. Sorry. Sorry. Uh. Uh. Hold on. I fucking my my computer uh is being a butthole and stuff because I got a DM and it fucking okay put everything on a fucking standstill. I gotta make myself fucking do not disturb. I guess uh all right sorry yeah that that was funny though that like I I posed the posed the question and then it was just complete silence yeah yeah, like what's good about this movie nothing nothing I guess. Yeah, no, I, I really like the fucking uh, uh, the effects work. The effects work, I think, is genuinely, like, super stunning yeah. uh, in this movie. Uh, I really love the way that Planet X looks. Uh, there was actually a scene, there's, yeah, there's like, an early scene cool. where, uh, like, uh, right after the first, like, get Fuji to, like, come down and, like, see what's up. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's like a scene where he's like walking in like a dark tunnel and stuff that made me stop and look up when 2001 a space odyssey came out because i was like are they are they referencing like the way that because mo- like with the space suits and everything i was like are they kind of but this predates it yeah. still by a few years so uh because 2001 a space odyssey is like uh, it's like 1968 so like that's just like some straight up like super stunning like lighting and direction and stuff going on there uh yeah lots of stuff just just straight up yeah it looks cool one thing i liked about planet x um is that there's the giant fucking jupiter in the sky like that's really cool the idea that there's just this in the sky of this planet it's so close because of the moon 
so close to Jupiter that it just takes up like 50% of the sky and just occupied by Jupiter. That's a really cool look. It reminds me of Godzilla Monster of Monsters on the <laughs> Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, and my fr- my good friend Jeremy, if you're listening to this, we are free to do perhaps an episode of a show that you might be doing <laughs> about Godzilla on the NES. So all you need is to hit us up. You've got our emails. Just saying. Let's do this. <laughs> And, and other personal information because we <laughs> we uh, work with you uh, but um but yeah no uh, uh there's there's a lot of really cool visuals here uh it's a super pretty movie and it kind of is worth watching for that reason alone um yeah also i i absolutely fucking love uh the scene on planet x uh I wrote this down. I love this line so much. And it's probably partly like the translation and stuff that Criterion has. But um, whenever they're talking about Monster mm-hmm. Zero and then whenever they uh, refer to Godzilla and uh, uh, and and Rodan as uh, Monster Zero One and Monster Zero Two, uh, the, 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 the commandant of the of the <laughs> zillions says, you use words to name things, but we use numbers that's so fucking stupid. <laughs> that's such a stu- wonderfully stupid fucking line where it's like, we are robot people. We don't uh, see things as, as things as uh, we see things as objects, as tools. And so this is such a dumbass line. Yeah. You know, you know, it's probably a completely right? accidental yeah. reference to this movie. Uh, and yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to show my hand here to everybody. Uh, but so all the zillions speak with like a weird metallic right. like yeah. radio filter to their voice. Like they sound like they're speaking in very low fidelity like microphones. Um, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the Funimation English version of Android oh. 19 from Dragon Ball Z. How they they not only gave him like a kind of <laughs> racist Chinese voice, but he also spoke. For some reason, yeah. none of the other androids did, but just him, he spoke in like a, a high pitched kind of like yeah, it's, radio it's like a tinny like voice. Wine. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it reminded me of that. Even though like there's no way the fucking people at Funimation yeah. were like, we're gonna make this a reference to yeah, the yeah, Japanese yeah. version. Yeah, of they, they were of consciously the making a smart decision about. <laughs> <laughs> about a reference to yeah no yeah. no way but like that's really funny uh to, to make that connection there um yeah yeah uh as far as positive things that i had to say you know i, I agree that i think the monster yeah. mayhem is fun if a little bit uh kind of long in the tooth i think that like i think the fight on planet x is very good yeah. because it's very brief it's just like <laughs> They just kind of fuck up Ghidorah, and then he's like, shit, I gotta go. And Godzilla, like, starts using the atomic breath. I think this is the first time uh, since, like, I don't know, King Kong versus Godzilla that he started using the atomic breath because, you know, before... Yeah, yeah, his um, favorite thing to do was just to throw rocks at things, yeah. Yeah, he was just throwing rocks in Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster uh, all the time. Though I guess he was... And, and shooting he, fire at the Mothra larvas when they were doing the like cover <laughs> shooting section, like the years yeah, of war. Like, he, he, he was also uh, uh, whacking a bunch of shit with his tail. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he was doing that a lot. Oh my in god, King just smacking the absolute ever uh, shit out of that monkey <laughs> with his tail. He was spanking the monkey anyway. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. what? But yeah, I mean that's you know, and I think that the characters had potential, but otherwise, like I think that it, it's yeah. more potential than it is execution. But it is more interesting than some other movies you know there's at least people that have a consistent relationship to the plot of the movie you know like they're they don't have their plot oh excuse me they don't have their plot completely discarded uh like halfway through the freaking movie and then they're like anyway it's about this monster now like (laughs) yeah yeah. it felt like the latter half of the movie just said "Eh, screw it it's not about any of, of these fucking people anymore it's about rodan uh, so, you know, credit where credit's due. Again, like, even a mediocre Toho movie at this yeah. point is still pretty enjoyable. It wasn't, like, a slog to get through. It was just, like, shockingly unambitious, despite the fact that it was, like, technically very ambitious because it was the first, like, we're going yeah. to space movie. But, you know, I think it would be done better. And there'll be, like, m- there will be more interesting, like, invader plots involving king Ghidorah later on in the series uh though probably very very right. later on with the heisei era with Godzilla versus king Ghidorah. we'll get there someday anyway that's all yeah i have to say about this yeah I mean, i'm kind of i'm, kind I'm of looking through my notes there. i i really don't got anything else uh yeah i don't know i think we covered it yeah, that has been uh, another episode in the bag. Invasion of the Astro Monster. That's been another episode of Discuss All Monsters. I have been your co-host, Wyatt Phillips. You can find me at twitter.com slash WAZPRanger. That's WASPRanger. I post about cartoons. I post about tokusatsu whenever I can. I post screenshots that I take on my Switch sometimes because the switch has a very you know a very neat interface for uploading things on the twitter thumbs up nintendo i wish you would put like a theme or any type of interesting (laughs) ui in the switch otherwise but you know at least it's nice and clean unlike like the playstation for example which uh, ps4 has a really terrible ui for uploading things yeah just terrible uh but but if you're on my twitter long enough you might see me post a video every so often and yes i have a youtube channel as well called it's only magic i talk about cartoons mostly though sometimes i talk about anime Uh, i'm going through the entire series of the peanuts specials in a similar way to what we're doing with uh discuss all monsters they're very short videos and if you're if you're one of the few fans of godzilla and peanuts then we have a lot more in common than you would probably <laughs> like to admit. So get on that, watch that, watch some of my other videos. They're they're all good. It's all evergreen content, baby. So even the oldest ones, they've probably still aged well. So check those out, uh, Nikki. Yeah, you can find uh, me on Twitter at you? anti underscore laser. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube at Explode When Defeated. Uh, however. Uh, even though we we referenced uh, the videos uh, earlier in the show, I am not doing those uh, video essays anymore. 
Uh, unfortunately, uh, I just cannot deal with YouTube anymore as a platform. But uh, that just just personally, you know, all power to Wyatt for for for. Uh, uh, hopefully, you know, he doesn't run into as much bullshit as I did, but, uh, though I think he has. <laughs> um, he's a, he's just stronger than me. Oh, um, yeah. But, uh, uh, we are still having the, uh, Patreon for Explode When Defeated, uh, which is all centered around this show, around this podcast. And, uh, for a dollar a month, you can get, uh, this podcast ad-free a day early before it goes up on, uh, the big platforms like Spotify or Apple or whatever. Uh, you also get uh, an off-topic show that we do every week where we just talk about whatever the fuck we want to. Uh, just just games, music, uh, other tokusatsu, yeah. you know, what have you. Uh, we've also got uh, exclusive miniseries uh, that we'll be having on uh, Patreon, and uh, uh, that's at the $5 tier. Uh, so you gotta pay just a little bit more for that, but you get a whole lot more content for your, for your money. And, uh, yeah, other than that, uh, I'm in a couple bands. Uh, I'm in a pretty uh, heavy kind of uh, political forward band called uh, uh, Pedalfold. And then I'm in a more experimental, kind of more uh, lyrically out there kind of uh, uh, fantastical type of band called uh, Burned In. Uh, and both of those you can find at uh, popspirit.bandcamp.com. Pop Spirit is the... Uh, uh, is the net label that I'm under uh, with my uh, friends. And yeah, other than that, that's, that's basically about all I've got going on. I've really pared down my creativity uh, in the past few months, but uh, I, I'm feeling... That's a yeah, lot. No, yeah, no, yeah, it's still mean, a lot of stuff I'm putting out, so... Uh, but yeah, I, I feel feel pretty good about it. But yeah, that's, that's where you can find us. Uh, and I already plugged the Patreon, so I think... I think, that, I think that just about does it. Don't worry, guys. Germany finally is going to get its time to shine. In our next episode, Frankenstein Conquers the World. So join us for episode 15 of Discuss All Monsters. We'll see you in two weeks. See Take care. <laughs>